The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Kia ora friends, I'm Joanna Santa Barbara bringing you an eco postcard. Each week I send you a small snapshot of a few things going on in our beautiful world. Troubling stories of damage through excessive human impact on the biosphere and uplifting stories of restoration. I hope these accounts help you to find your own pathway of protection of the people and planet you love. So our, our first uh, item is we actually are going to Europe uh, to look at what Europe is doing about restoration of, of ecosystems and biodiversity. And uh, of the European Union is introducing an extremely interesting bill uh, in which it moves ecosystem restoration from aspirational, voluntary, as, as it has been and as it is in New Zealand, uh, to um, legally required. And this bill will designate ecosystems and deadlines and who is responsible. And I, I think that that probably means local governments in various places. There'll be a good deal of emphasis on rivers as uh, perhaps some of the most damaged ecosystems in Europe. And that of also resonates in New Zealand, where our rivers are among our most damaged ecosystems. But all, also um, peatlands, re-wetting peatlands. Uh, we also, in New Zealand, have some dried out peatlands and restoring wetlands, both for biodiversity purposes and climate purposes. In fact, all of these restoration activities have climate impacts as well as biodiversity impacts, and some of them have resilience impacts in terms of adaptation to what the increasing weather extremes we all expect, both in Europe and New Zealand. Urban trees is also among the, um, a bit of a stretch to call it an ecosystem, um, but among the systems targeted in this bill to greatly increase the numbers of urban trees. Um, it's said that well, this bill has been years in development and it's said that in its early days it was very much inspired by the, uh, the youth climate movement in Europe, um, for example, Fridays for Future. And it will go to the European Parliament in uh, this month uh, and then, of course, go through committees in Parliament with a vote expected in June this year. Now, needless to say, opposition is substantial. 
Um, the, the farm lobbyists are on the barricades. The agricultural industries uh, who make fertilizers from fossil fuels and pesticides and have control of seed sales uh, are the biggest threats to this bill. They're, they're fighting it intensely. Um, it's also pointed out, and I see this as a very healthy sign, that in the EU there are it's increasingly the case that people discuss climate, agriculture, and biodiversity together, um, looking at their systematic linkages in all that they do, and understanding in particular that uh, as climate deteriorates, it has a negative impact on biodiversity, and as biodiversity deteriorates, it has a negative impact on climate. That is a vicious cycle, and that can be converted to a benign cycle with improvements in biodiversity causing improvements in climate and the climate improvements being good for biodiversity, so a benign cycle, which is what we want, not only in Europe, but also in New Zealand. So I included this item because I think that we have a lot to learn uh, from what's happening in Europe in respect uh, of this arena of protect protecting um, and legally protecting the integrity of ecosystems. Okay, on to another item. Uh, and this one is uh, kind of at the other end of the scale of activities, yet um, it, it really is, uh, it could be quite important to us. And that's the idea of urban agriculture. Now, this is not a new idea. Um, you will all be aware that um, our settlements, including our cities, um, when they began, they had market gardens on the outskirts. And I think this is the same all over the world. And of course, with population growth and city growth, uh, market gardens were paved over and turned into urban buildings or subdivisions for um, domestic um, uh, dwellings. So market gardens, uh, on the whole, are a thing of the past and our globalised food system brings us food from all over the world uh, by ship and by plane and by big freight trucks to our supermarkets. We have a totally different food s system now. Well, some are working on bringing, bringing back the market garden system um, under a new name, it's it's uh, often referred to now as urban agriculture, and um, this this movement is um, North American, European, um, and to some extent New Zealand. And an example recently given of a of a U.S. Um, urban farmer called Michael Bell who farms half an acre, just half an acre, in a subdivision 
and says he can make 120,000 a year uh, growing organic produce that feeds 100 families. Um, that's a pretty nice summary of a, uh, an operation that's successful economically, um, nutritionally, uh, socially, um, and uh, ecologically. Uh, so he, he grows lettuce, zucchini, tomatoes, spring on onions, carrots, and other seasonal vegetables, and he also raises chickens and collects quail eggs. Uh, and this, this is simply within an ordinary subdivision where he has four large tunnel houses uh, and a chicken shed and coop. And um, this, this importantly, this is done organically. It's a no-till operation. Um, pretty much everything is, is done by hand. Um, there's no use, no use of externally brought in fertilizer. I assume he has a composting operation. He hand seeds, transplants, uses drip irrigation, and like many gardeners, uses old pop bottles uh, for his drip irrigation. And important comment at the end of this note from Michael Bell, food builds community. Growing food builds community and empowers people. I think urban farms are not only vitally important to our food security, but also vital to human connection and human life. And I give three cheers for that sentiment. Uh, I'm Joanna Santa Barbara, and this has been an Eco Postcard. Eco Postcards airs on Monday afternoons at 3.30 p.m. and on Saturday mornings at 9.45 a.m. Till next week, bye for now. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.